Hello Oikos families, I'm Sonia Wood and here we are at episode 14 of the Oikos Family Podcast. And this is part 4 of our play podcasts. <laughs> I've been speaking to you in episodes 11, 12, 13, well I hope you've been hearing them, um, all about play and playing with our children and the importance of playing with our children. I also mentioned in episode 13 that I would perhaps talk to you about some practical things that we did as a family when it comes to playing with our children. So I'm just going to dive in there and speak to you about that. Previously, I mentioned getting down on the carpet and just engaging with your children. That's one thing that is a practical step for playing with your children. Another one that I mentioned was my husband Greg made an art-type easel, like a lap easel thing, which I hope you can find on the Oikos Family website under the videos, under Oikos Live Archives, because I showed it on one of our Oikos Live broadcasts. And that is something that we used a lot, not just for painting and that type of art, but also drawing and coloring in and anything that required some sort of um, stationary activity whereby you couldn't run around playing. The child was bedridden for whatever reason and so we had this art easel that we used so that was a practical item that was made specifically to encourage play and when I say play it doesn't necessarily mean running around in the garden it, you know maybe I don't know what comes up in your mind when I mention the word play or playing with your children or what your image is of that but for me play meant anything that made the children just relaxed and happy and enjoying um, some pleasure, pleasure time. Now, it might be that you have a child that just loves maths and so they enjoy doing maths and it's not necessary, maths isn't necessary play, but to some it might be, it could be. In fact, let me tell you this little story. I went to visit somebody not long ago and they told me their seven-year-old was doing algebra um, and had been doing for the last eight hours and marched me off down the passage to where this little seven-year-old was and there he was with his entire bedroom floor covered with Lego while he was busy playing Lego and they were joking and saying it's he's been doing algebra all day. So that was play but some people might call that maths and it probably is. Um, but to get back to just some of the practical things that we did, um, what I did is I asked the children what was their favorite thing to do. And at one season of their life, their favorite thing to do might have been handwork of some kind. Another time it might have been building something. So let me just give you the specifics. Okay, we had a son that just loved to build models of any kind, model car, model airplane, and different kinds of model, either with wood or plastic. You know, you get those boxes of model cars, um, you know, model items, whatever it might, not necessarily only cars. And so it was easy enough for me to get a kit for him and give it to him to do. But what was better was when I did it with him. And I would sit and look at the rule, you know, what the plan or the map or whatever, the instructions. That's it. I would sit and look at the instructions with him and we'd see what pieces need to go with what and get it all organized. And, and so what I've discovered from that is we have a son now that is very, very specific in particular about order and instruction and, and being well prepared when he goes to do a task. So I never expected, I never knew when we were 
playing and building models together that it was actually training him in a skill that he was going to use in his adult life. So in this instance, it was models and building things. And another another instance, it could be that a child indicated that they really wanted to learn to knit or to crochet or some sort of handwork, in which case then I would get the necessary tools to do that and then we would sit and knit. Now that takes time. You know, I mean, do I have time to sit and knit when I've got a household to run and lots of things to do? Well, I made time because I had a child that was suffering and I would do anything I could to try and help ease that suffering. And so that motivated me to sit and knit with a child. Okay, so I know that my reasons for being so um, focused on play was different. And I'm calling knitting play because of the fact that um, it it was something other than um, lessons that were causing difficulty or strain. And so, yes, it might be difficult to learn to knit. But then when we were, what we were making and what we were doing was fun. We were making a scarf or we were making a little bag. Or we were making some knitted soft toys. In fact, we made a whole lot of knitted soft teddy bears that we, we did for a, a charity thing. But that's, again, I'm digressing another story. Anyway, the thing is, is that I would find out from the individual children what is the thing that they were really wanting to be able to do. And then I would get the necessary tools for that, and then we would do it together. That was the key, is to be doing it together, not give it to the child and leave them to get on with it on their own. And yes, it is so that that's not necessarily automatically going to translate into pleasure, because if a child's learning to crochet and they can't get it together and they're struggling and there could even be tears, and now all of a sudden the pleasure and the fun and the playing is not there anymore because now it's become a difficulty. And so the focus of what I'm talking to you about is actually to be intentional about the pleasure and the play. So if a difficulty arises, remove that thing and bring ease into the situation, whatever it takes. If it means putting the crocheting away or if it means getting a bigger crochet hook and chunkier wool or whatever it takes to try and make that activity one of fun and pleasure and something that is a memory that you're going to cherish and enjoy, enjoy it while it's happening, enjoy it as your memory after the fact. And that is what this is all about. It's about enjoying the process with your children, having all the value you can harness from being a home educator and having your children at home and having the learning lifestyle. Please take every advantage you can in that journey. Don't think that because you are just home educating or homeschooling that you've got to be all serious all the time about it. I'm actually here today to remind you, please don't be that. Don't do that. You don't need to. You, your children have a very short time of childhood and the rest of the, their years, many, many of them, they have to be adults and and take care of all adult responsibilities and be all serious. But you have this opportunity now to be a child yourself again and actually enjoy your children and give them the childhood that is going to go by so quickly that you actually are giving them a childhood that they will remember fondly. That it'll be a wonderful childhood of memories of playing and doing exciting, fun things with their family. So I really hope this has inspired you enough to really get to it and really be intentional about this playing and just have weeks and 
years of fun and playing and building memories that will be cherished forever. If you're going to be serious about something, actually, I've just thought, then be serious about fun. Be serious about playing. Be serious about making fun, pleasurable memories with your children so they have something wonderful to hold and to cherish and to keep dear and close to them for their adult lives. And do you know what a fruit of that can be? Is that they too will then play with their children. I don't even know how to go into all of that right now, so so I just won't. But that is to see the next generation of parents enjoying their children and being convicted to play with their children and to have fun with them and at the same time have the confidence in knowing that their children are being well-educated and will be raised to be confident, educated adults that they in turn will love and nurture and care for their children in a way that the children are just blessed to have such wonderful parents. So well done, parents. Well done in making this commitment. Well done, mom, in spending time to listen to this um, podcast and to go and play with your children. Hats off to you. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to sharing with you again on the next podcast. Bye for now.